What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some Dungeons and Dragons. Each week, we, or a listener like you, writing into difficultyclass at gmail.com, come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs, and we have some fun talking about it. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... Jasper William Cartwright. I am a co-host, one-third of Three Black Halflings. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for being here. <laughs> and uh, you know what? We're we're just we're just gonna dive into it. We're just gonna start talking. Jasper, how the hell are you? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good, man. I'm really good. Uh, I was just saying to you before this, uh, it's my first time uh, on a uh, on another show other than Three Black Halflings. Yeah, no, no, not the, your show. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of nice. It feels like the pressure's off a little bit. I can just be me. I don't have to worry about like trying to navigate us through an episode. If you've listened to any of our shows, you know they tend to go off the rails a little bit by the end. So it's quite nice to know that I don't have to steer that ship for, for oh, a I'm, change. I'm fully planning for this to go off the rails. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. I can Dude. enjoy that going off the rails and not think about the edit i have to do afterwards <laughs> there we go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no, uh you, you you and i've been talking through through text for a couple months now i yeah. i fully believe that at some point we're just gonna go on a huge tangent uh yeah. <laughs> for sure <laughs> so yeah you've got three black habits we've had Unadi on here she's mm. fantastic i, I would she love is. to have her on her again she's a joy to talk to um but yeah so you 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 got you have the three black halflings podcast mm-hmm. and you from what i understand mm-hmm. you're the one that started that uh you're the one that came up with the idea for that yes yes i i birthed the idea uh it was basically it, it kind of came about because me and uh jeremy we play uh jeremy introduced me to D. um that actually and... answers the next question i was gonna have which is like, how did you get into D? oh well okay cool so i'll kind of I'll, i can i can merge those two together i guess then those two questions um which is basically, I was on, uh, I was doing a little show down in the middle of three sleepy town in Britain, and uh, there was nothing to do in this town. It was so kind of boring. It was classic British, you know. Uh, <laughs> and so we were all like super bored. And Jeremy just brings up, was like, "Oh, I, I, I'm a dungeon master for, for some of my friends." And we were like, "Oh, you like you play Dungeons and Dragons? Okay, cool. Um, let's all play Dungeons and Dragons." And like the whole cast, and you saw Jeremy's face when he sort of was like, "Oh, we can play," and the whole cast was like, "Yeah." Okay, Okay, sure he was like oh okay <laughs> there was like a genuinely th- i think it was like eight people immediately said oh yes God. so he had to like pull a campaign together in like eight, together in like three days for like eight people for like eight oh pcs he ended up like splitting uh the the, the two parties in half and mm-hmm. they end up meeting for like a big finale at the end and it was an like honestly an incredible feat like hats off to jeremy now as a dm i'm Hell like yeah, that jeremy. was hard like that was a really hard task um so he nailed it but basically that was my induction into D, and uh, like i just was obsessed bought the book i've literally got a book on the bed behind me here like uh <laughs> you know literally bought the dice went you know went crazy for it drove my partner crazy how, how long ago was that uh this was like two years ago probably okay yeah i played like versions of dungeons and dragons in the past um i okay. played like the kind of like box dungeons and dragons back when i was a kid i used to go into my friend's mm. house and their dad would dm for us and so i'd play like that version oh, nice. but for like a number of reasons just didn't really enjoy it my friends told me i could only play as this one like druid because she was black in the artwork and it was oh, a, it's a whole thing it's a whole thing but, but yeah but basically that was when i kind of like embraced it i'd always been into fantasy and i'd always been kind of loved the idea of playing D and just never did it so that was when i fully kind of embraced it and went screw it i'm a nerd and i'm gonna shout about it 
Um, So then I started sort of playing more often and I ended up approaching Jeremy to run a campaign. And basically what would end up happening is we, he's in a campaign that I run now. And uh, uh, because the student has become the master. Um, (laughs) uh, Basically he, um, me and him would stay on the Zoom like after each session and just chat about Mm D&D for about two hours. Like we'd literally oh, wow. be up until like one in the morning, just like, because we'd keep going, oh yeah, yeah, I need to go. And then we'd be like, oh, but did you see that new thing? This new stat block for this ter- certain type of dragon? And we just kind of, we just would go and go and go and go and go forever. And then one day I was just like, do you know what? So I typed in like, uh, black people play D&D. And I remember the first thing that came up was like a one shot with Terry Crews and like an all white cast. And I was like, that's huh. kind of rough. Like, <laughs> like really? Yeah. There's like nothing else? Um, and obviously the more, the more digging I did, you know, I found amazing people like, uh, Christina, Cryptic Bard, um, Tanya, mm-hmm. Bass, you know, so many incredible people. Um, but I was like, I still felt like there was something missing. There was, there wasn't just like a, it was just, and I felt like a lot of it was like, um, about trying to, um, uh, trying to talk about just sort of like trying to be in the space. And I was just like, you know what? I just want to hang out with my friends and just talk about D and D. And so there's like, there is actually like an episode zero of three black halflings, which will never <laughs> see the light of day. It was oh, basically like, no, no, no. So basically it was, it was just me and Jeremy. That was, it was going to be two black halflings then. And it was just me okay. and Jeremy. And we recorded this episode. I was recording on my phone which I kept forgetting I was recording on. So I kept moving the, like my phone around or playing with my phone. And then like, it would, I put it down and like under a pillow. So it would be like muffled for like 10 minutes. Of the, honestly, it's the most horrendous garbage ever. Like the, it had no structure. It was terrible. So then I was like, dude, we've got to re-record this. I'm buying a mic. We've got to re- try and re-record this episode. And then the night before, Unati posts on Facebook like, oh, I've just played this epic like 10 hour session of D&D. And I was like, Unati's really into D&D. And we always had like great fun chats at uni. We should we should invite her along. And Jeremy's like, yeah, yeah, fine. And I remember it was like we recorded episode one and it was like, man, I didn't even know what happened. Jeremy Unati had never met before. I hadn't seen Jeremy. Really? I hadn't seen Jeremy face to face in like, like literally like a year and a half, two years. Uh, Unati I hadn't seen in like four, five years um, and literally we got on this zoom and we started talking about D and D and it was just like, boom. And I remember sitting there being like, is, is it just this thing here? Like this. And then yeah. I showed it to my partner. Who's our incredible like producer. And you know, she sits and literally listens to every episode, like three times to make sure it's as good as it can be. <laughs> and, uh, makes kind of, you know, and tells me what cuts to make and all this kind of stuff. Like literally couldn't do it without her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just like, this is good. Like, I, I don't like, I, I don't care about D&D that much. And I like, this is really fun. This is really, really funny. And it's making me want to play D&D. And I was like, well, there you go. That's, that's like some props. That's right? a, a resounding compliment on that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how it started. It was, it was a kind of a bit of a, a, a bit of a perfect storm is the thing I keep saying. It just feels like it was um, uh, a mishmash of just like all the best things, just the right time, the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then just the incredible like community, which has made the biggest difference, you know, the, the, finding the community uh, online who have just embraced the show like yeah. far more than I could have ever anticipated because it's been nuts (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so that's 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 kind of the origins of 
of the three black halflings and it's been a crazy crazy three months <laughs> yeah no yeah the, that's the that's the thing you guys posted it's like oh yeah it's our three-month anniversary i'm like it's only been i mean th- this is the year of like time not mattering so yes it kind of yeah yeah sense. time is but, uh, a con- is completely a construct this year it's like it yeah. just doesn't matter at all but i was like it feels like you guys have already been doing this for like half a year or more like like it's, Look, it's i crazy. can tell you it feels like it's been <laughs> okay like the the hours i have put into the show <laughs> yeah please go and listen to it because it takes up all of my time now joking uh, <laughs> um, uh but no yeah you're right it absolutely does it it does feel like we've been doing it for ages because of how embraced it's been um mm-hmm. it's been yeah it's been incredible yeah, like like uh, y- you guys definitely had the the super saiyan power up going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like it, it, yeah, it, it, it keeps going, and and just like Dragon Ball Z, we keep finding new forms. You know, like um, uh, it, it's like it, it, we, it keeps going and going and going, and like every time you think, oh, Super Saiyan three, the hair can't get any longer. Now we made it shorter and black again, but we're furry now. We look like you know, it's, it's like it, it, that's literally what the show has been. Like, perfect example of this. Um, so, uh, Jeremy obviously went on Dragon Talk, which is yeah. wild. Uh, and we're, in t- we're, g- we're going to be on Dragon Talk uh, at the beginning of November. We're, we're booked in, so it'll be like the week after that or, or, or after Hell that, yeah. I guess. Um, uh, all three of us together to kind of do like a, yeah, I guess like our origins story and just talk. And it's like a full hour on us, which is nuts. Oh, wow. But I remember, so this is crazy. So I... Uh, one of my favorite podcasters, literally my favorite podcaster, Jeff Canada. It's like I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of his. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, I, I tweeted him the first day we launched the Twitter, and he replied, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" Jeff Canada's replied, and he shared it, and was like, "You need to check this show out because it's great." And I was like, literally crying. I was like, "He's like Senpai has noticed oh, me." Oh like it was God. insane how much I was freaking out about the fact that Jeff Canada had like at least listened to like 10 minutes of the show because yeah. he was like, oh, I've just listened to some of it and it's great. So uh, I was, we kept talking to Jeff. He, uh, he then agrees to come on the show. I'm fully freaking out. And then this is like the perfect example of how nuts this three months has been. We're doing the show and I can hear someone outside my door towards the end of the show. And I'm like, why is my partner just stood outside the door? This is really weird. The second she hears us hang up, on the zoom call with jeff she bursts into the room and was like have you seen and i was like what she was like oh dragon talk have reached out they want to interview guys and it was just like this <laughs> moment of like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like uh, we're just three guys like three friends with, with microphones and like you know like what's happening <laughs> like it was so it was it was such a crazy like we just interviewed jeff and then dragon talk wanted to have us on the show it was so yeah wow. it, uh that like it really encapsulates just how nuts this has been and I, honestly i felt like we've just been hanging on <laughs> we're just like <laughs> hanging on to the train as it's leaving the station kind of thing i, I feel like the next time you guys have an announcement sh- the last line should just be this isn't even my final form yeah yeah <laughs> i'm gonna make that i'm gonna make that happen i love that this isn't even my final form um yeah oh yeah. man and and then and even now there's announcements i wish i wish i could share them but i'm like i, I was kind of like, that, that's like yeah that's one of my favorite things is what it was just like i have stuff to announce yes. but i yes. can't tell yes. you yet i can't tell you yet like it's, I'm like it's so exciting but also so annoying <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like fully the kind of person as well like i until it is in the can 
we don't say it. Yes. Like yes. we didn't announce Lou Wilson till we had it in the bag. And I remember mm-hmm. I like had a full panic because Christina, the incredible Christina agreed to be on the show. We launched the Lou Wilson episode um, and she like shared it and was like, yeah, can't wait. I'm recording with these guys on Friday. And I was like, <gasps> no, like you've jinxed it. You've, but I was like, but you've announced it though. Like if, if you've yeah. announced it, you can't back out now. They can't like, you can't, <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause that's always my fear is that they'll, they'll be like, oh, sorry, something's come up. And then you just, you, do you know what I mean? Like it never ends up happening. And and so, yeah, I'm always like hardcore. Like we do not announce it until it's in the can, until I've got the recording and they've sent it to me and it's it's ready and it's in and I know it all works, then nothing is announced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, l- luckily the only problem we've had on this show with having to delay things was a review. And that was just because we, d- it was one of those things where we're like, oh yeah, it's our own show. We could just do whatever the hell we want. And instead <laughs> we stuck to this rigid schedule to it. And we're like, why don't we just, ah, eh, whatever. Let's uh, just but- <laughs> the- that was just move this. Yeah. Uh, that definitely, yeah. Uh, uh, that definitely is something I'm getting used to. Is that is like running this myself, and I'm like, oh yeah, I can choose when this happens. Uh, like, yeah, yeah that's one of the weirdest so things. Nice. Like, oh yeah, I can just decide that this, like, like, uh, you know, Ali's taking a break from the show right now, but like last week, I, I, we, I wasn't able to get anyone to do the previously on the the show that we do mm. on Saturdays, and I was like, it's like, oh god, what do I do? What do I do? And my wife's like it's your show you can skip an episode and it'll be fine i'm like oh yeah that's oh, right yeah. I, don't, mm-hmm. I can that's i can just idea. be like i'm like oh yeah hey friends i can't do it this week uh we'll get you next week and she's like see it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah the only thing is is that you don't have uh this in- incredible uh producer partner uh who who is like no no we can't skip an episode like no you gotta <laughs> you gotta no no we've got this planned out this is what you're releasing next week go do it go do it now but without yeah, that I, i've got that voice in my head and it you know, yeah well there we go yeah exactly <laughs> but you need it you know you, like you do need that voice because that's what drives success of the show and keeps oh, it yeah. you know a constant standard and and all of that um and all of that good stuff so uh yeah you need that you need that for sure but um, absolutely absolutely yeah that, that that like one of the things that uh was was told to me when i was first getting into podcasts is like the number one thing you should do is have a release schedule and stick to that and Mm -hmm. you know if you have to miss an episode okay but like make sure the next one is on that day same time Mm. and and going forward and that's something i've always tried to adhere to with is like just keep some keep it looking like i know what i'm doing yes (laughs) this is the thing this is the thing we have had like genuine stars on the show and i will never forget the moment where jeff canada turns around to the group and says you know what Y'all are running a really professional thing here. And I remember ne- looking across oh the Zoom God. thing, the, looking across the Zoom, and Jeremy is under a fucking blanket, right? Because he's trying to deaden the sound to his mic. And so he's just a black square on Zoom. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm, yep, so professional. Oh, God. <laughs> like, how are, we won- how are we winging this that, that, that Jeff thinks we're running this super professional set up here when we don't have a clue what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) um but it's fun and we're doing it with all the best intentions so hopefully that's okay yeah oh and and i here's the funny thing i genuinely don't remember um how i found you all 
but I remember finding it and immediately going and listening and about seven minutes in, I messaged you. Yeah. I think you were one of the OGs. Like I can't even, I can't think like, uh, I think, yeah, you dusty, um, a big shout out to dusty. Uh, you guys were like the original, like you guys were like, yeah, this is dope. You guys need to check this out. Like you shared us straight up. You, uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was really amazing. right now learning that you guys hadn't like seen each other in a long time never would have i'm like i was listening i'm like oh yeah these people are like best freaking friends they hang out all the freaking time yeah they like live (laughs) next to each other and like yeah (laughs) this was just this was the mad thing like we it was so honestly one of the best experiences on this show um and that i had was the the first wagadu episode that we did uh the live Mm -hmm. show uh we uh, it was the first time all of us were got like had got together. Uh, we like hosted the 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 guys up at uh, our our flat here, and um, we like put on loads of food. We sat and watched Attack on Titan all night, uh, and like you just like yeah, you just would not have thought like it was just it really just felt like you know we we just they'd, like come together. It just felt so like right. There was never a moment where I, you know uh, any of it kind of you know they, they doubted any of it it was just it was such a, honestly such a wonderful experience and then to share our first ever live stream like in the room all together with like people from around the world watching it was it, honestly one of the most humbling experiences in my life it really was like i i um i think i said this on the show at some point but like i genuinely teared up afterwards because it was just like oh. uh you know it was something that i'd made it was something that i'd yeah. kind of made and and sort of created and it hey look it's nothing without those guys but but I, it was my idea to sort of bring them together at least, and mm-hmm. it was just an incredibly uh, powerful moment for me, and and um, and just to watch them like fly and to see people, you know, giving Inati her flowers because she deserves them. Like she's incredible. She's <laughs> such a wonderful human being, and um, and you know, and and to see people commenting saying what an incredible storyteller is, and to feel like I've had a hand in sharing the gift that is Jeremy Cobb into the world feels <laughs> awesome, you know, um, because he is like an absolute unbelievable storyteller like he mm-hmm. is when he like him on on that Wagadu uh um campaign as the dm is like he's everything and more than that at home you know like when we're just mm-hmm. in the home campaigns and um because he's he's a fantastic storyteller and he invests in it uh and he cares so much about your characters and about how you and how much um and he just puts genuine care into uh, everything that he makes and it's it's a it's a genuine pleasure for me to to have kind of facilitated other people finding them as well like yeah. i think that's that feels like a big part of it for me which i, I uh be, being in the discord or your guys discord shout out to your discord by the way fantastic mm. place uh great community yeah, come hang great out people on there it's good fun and uh but it uh there was uh there was a day where like three or four people asked Jeremy for DMing advice. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, and I sat there looking at it and I was just like, I wonder if like four months ago, Jeremy ever thought that like <laughs> some people on the internet would be like, how do I DM better? <laughs> Honestly, honest to God, Jeremy, I think, uh, I think I spoke to him either the day after or like right after he did a dragon talk, the dragon talk episode. And he was just sat there mm-hmm. kind of like stunned, just like, He's like, I know what I just did, but I'm pretty sure I was just on Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, <laughs> giving DM advice. Like, what? <laughs> like, he was just <laughs> fully like, like, and Jeremy displays surprise in the best way. Like, he just kind of, 
blank stares for a bit. You know? <laughs> He's just, he, 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 like I'm like the I just bounce off the walls with excitement. He just whoa. That's yeah, you you wild. you and I would be Jack Russell Terriers just hopping yes. off the freaking wall. Yeah, yeah, he'd be the he'd be the Great Dane. Just whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like uh, the I remember, you know, the, like the moment I told him, oh yeah, Lou Wilson's going to come on the uh, the show, and he's a huge D twenty fan. He was just whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was literally his words. Just wow, okay. Uh, it was it was it was great. It was really really great um that's fantastic yeah so i don't think jeremy foresaw that uh scenario at all <laughs> but i think you, you he's naughty enjoying probably, it which is good you know he probably didn't see fan art of uh suffer and learn coming either but do you know what i mean like stuff like that man is <laughs> yeah. truly incredible like um that that whole um kind of experience like the like the success of the show in terms of how many people have listened and stuff is mind blowing and i'm so thankful for it mm-hmm. and like i think it's very easy and i know i've fallen into this trap occasionally where like oh like it's gone down this week and i and you can't oh, yeah. kind of get into a bit of a like oh we need to do something else we need to come up with or whatever and then you kind of yeah someone will send you like a message or or like a bit of fan art or or whatever and you just kind of go like mm-hmm. Like I remember the reason why I started doing this in the first place. Yeah. And as much as it is incredible that like how many people listen to the show, the fact that someone lo- like genuinely enjoys this so- show so much, uh, and genuinely gets so much from this show is mind blowing. Like some of the messages that we have got from like um, fans of the show, uh, I had this one incredible he was just like his self proclaimed just like i think he said he was like a midwest american white dad um (laughs) he sent me this beautiful message about the fact that he'd adopted a son and uh, who was uh, of asian descent and how the show was helping to teach him about like how he should interact and i was like honestly i was sat there like crying my eyes out just thinking like what in the hell this is nuts this is just we're just sat here chatting to a microphone and <laughs> resonating with people on a, on a, like a genuinely fundamental level. And it's, a, it's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Like it's really, really beautiful. And it makes me, um, I can't, yeah, I literally can't tell you how happy it makes me. It's amazing. It really, really is. Um, and like when you get messages and stuff like that, it's, it's yeah. Wow. Community wow. engagement is, is incredible. Like mm. that, like I, I know exactly what, what you mean by, like the 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 oh no the 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 listens are down this week yes. oh that's not <laughs> yeah. as good as it was and yeah you get like that that happened this week the last mm. week's episode uh what wasn't getting as going as fast as they normally were but I got an I got an email from a listener yesterday who was talking about it said that uh my, our the conversation that Dusty and I Dusty Weathers not Dusty Hill but mm. uh <laughs> that he and I had about podcasting was like I want to. Take, I want to try a pod, I want to do podcasting now. Like listening to you guys made me decide that I finally want to do it. I'm like, yes. hell yeah, fuck yes, go do it. Yeah, sit yeah. down in front of a mic, sit down in front of your phone, whatever. Yeah, just yeah, start and recording do it. and do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but how amazing, right? What like what a gift that that yeah. um that like we we can give to people and like what feels really nice is like I ne- we never set out to give that gift. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This has been like a happy byproduct of just doing something that we genuinely enjoy and love 
and something so awesome has come out of it um <laughs> like honestly fan art man is that's the one for me that i'm like i always looked at shows and was like man can you imagine what it's like to have someone like draw a character i've now had like two pieces of fan art of muti Quoba mm-hmm. from wagadu and it's like what like it's so <laughs> it's so nuts like why have you you've taken time to draw the silly little thing that i made what that's mm-hmm. nuts you're, that's crazy why are you doing that like thank you like um, uh, um you know it's just like it, it's an inspiration to someone do you know what i mean to go and create mm-hmm. something of their own is incredible like so awesome um and now yeah we bounces off each other yeah absolutely absolutely and i think one of the enjoyable things that we've all like had is just like we're the amount of times we sat around going so like what do we aim for now because we've Kind of hit those aims last week. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll go for this, I guess. Um, and like in the least arrogant or expected way, ev- like that you could possibly imagine. Like none of us ever anticipated this. And like even tomorrow, if no one, if if everyone stopped listening to the show and we just got cancelled <laughs> for some reason, like I would be so happy with everything that we'd made. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But I also just love this idea that like, what, what do you guys you use Podbean or something like that? We're just like, all right, yeah. you guys are cancelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just get we, it, like uh, uh, fuck three black halflings just trends on Twitter, like, and it's just like, oh no, what do we do? What do we do? Um, but but um uh yeah no but that's what i mean like even if it was to all fall apart tomorrow the 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 last three months have been endlessly worth it just to have had the interactions with people that we've had and just to know that on some level this silly little show this silly little idea that i had connects with people um that being said however that being said we are well, I am at least incredibly ambitious, and I'm like, okay, cool, we got here. <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, because, yeah. uh, because just also because there's a part of it as well for for us where we're like, cool, we are occupying, we're clearly occupying a space where there is like a need for this kind of uh, these kind of voices. And it was kind of funny. I was talking to my partner today, and I was like, I kind of feel like I want this show to be a bit like Batman, when the community of D and D no longer needs three back halflings then we will return we will hang up the the capes and we will <laughs> do you know what i mean like when yeah. when a show like three black halflings no longer feels revolutionary just feels like another D show then i will be happy to just like hang up and go about my life do you know what i mean um Jess, but all but the time beautiful it still feels like you know it's needed it, like the voice in the space is yeah. needed and people respond to it yeah. and we're gonna can be here and we're gonna be loud and we're gonna be like we're gonna be happy and we're gonna be like we're not gonna take shit we're just gonna be enjoy kind of creating this content and and uh and fueling positive conversations in the space so yeah beautiful. <laughs> absolutely we are beautiful. we yeah. are the batman of dnd <laughs> we are the beautiful batman of dnd <laughs> three batman of dnd <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna take a small break here. Uh, do uh, a little mid-show things, uh, starting with uh, Champions Loot, where we give away a code for Idle Champions, where you can Ooh, put it in yeah. on any of the numerous platforms that that game is available on. <laughs> uh, and this week's code is P F F T M E A T F L I 
T. There's your code for this week. Totally not recorded on a different day because I didn't have the code ready and also had my mic at the wrong settings on the day that I did record this, and this completely sounds like the rest of the recording. So go put that code in on any Idol Champions platform whatsoever. Get a gold chest, take a screenshot, and send it to us. We want to see what you got getting those purples and getting them shinies and kicking Evil's butt. All right, and for our DC Spotlight this week, uh, I mean, we, we've had Three Black Halflings as a spotlight before, but Jasper, what what is what do Three Black Halflings got coming up? What do people got to be excited about? Uh, what do people got to be excited about? We are, uh, we've just done our first two episodes of Wagadu. We're doing an, an extra mm-hmm. one this month. Uh, so we're doing on the 24th. We've got another live stream uh, coming Hell out, yeah. which is really exciting. Um, and uh, we stay tuned to our social medias because we have uh, hopefully one, if not two, very un- like genuinely mind-blowing guests coming up. <laughs> like You guys are not ready for who we have coming on the show uh i know i'm not so. <laughs> <laughs> but don't um, let them hear that <laughs> yeah don't let them hear that yeah 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 we're super professional we run only the most professional show uh yeah so, we, we yeah. have the most professional blankets to cover up with. <laughs> 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 uh so yeah the the 24th uh saturday the 24th we'll have another we'll have our third episode of Wagadu. you can catch up on both episodes uh now which will be available on podcast form uh and also on our patreon uh, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, stay tuned to our social medias because we've got some awesome announcements coming soon. Hell yeah! And don't and don't forget listen listen to the normal show too. Don't don't just only watch the live streams. <laughs> leave, leave those reviews, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Yes, get, get, it does help. Get even more lot. going. Yeah, yeah and and join the community. Like I said, the Discord fantastic chef's kiss like (laughs) some great memes get put in there some great advice some great conversations highly recommend it thank you Uh, thank you yeah yeah um so (laughs) the the second part of the show uh we want to do a topic that i thought would be uh a a fun one especially considering the characters that you've made for uh show episodes uh this year uh we want to have a conversation about making interesting characters yeah basically like what the processes were like okay i'm gonna make a character that's not just joe schmo who goes Mm. stab 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 (laughs) yes 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 i'm not just making a murder hobo i'm making something yeah Yeah, exactly so so when Jasper, when you sit down to make a character, I mean, mm. I, I I know we're calling it you know making interesting characters. I don't think we we both sit down and be like I'm gonna make the most I'm gonna interesting. Make the... <laughs> listen, listen, all of you other shows <laughs> out there, you can stop making characters. You can stop playing D and D because I'm gonna make the most interesting character. Okay, there's gonna be like this you... is gonna top it. <laughs> I like how you pluralize schmoes as if they're like a family. Joe oh, yeah, is just yeah, one everyone... of the. <laughs> Everyone is, of the schmoes. everyone is a relative of the schmoes <laughs> except for me who makes interesting dandy characters <laughs> absolutely absolutely so so what what what's your process like for making a character like what do you, do you go with like stats first or do you go with like idea or story sure i guess uh there are like two ways in two ways in for me at the moment at least uh number one is if there's like a particular character from like a book or a film or whatever that i like mm-hmm. um uh usually i want to make them black so i'm like cool how would they be black and then yeah. i make and i and i kind of use that as my building block my jumping off point so my first ever character was um based <laughs> on uh, Locke lamora from the uh the gentleman bastard um book yeah, series yeah. Um... which i love um i can't remember that author's name right now but yeah i know what you're talking about uh scott lynch 
uh, Scott the, Lynch. Yeah, there we Scott go. Scott Lynch, yeah. Uh, I was so, like, Stephen Lynch. I'm like, no, diff- di- different different guy. Different guy, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was because I was like, oh, I knew I wanted to play a rogue. So I was like, who do I know that's like, who's roguey? And I was like, oh, yeah, Lock Morris. So I made a character based on him. But now, obviously, I've moved into sort of more, um, trying to make things more unique. Um, and mm-hmm. I like to kind of re feel like I've created something from myself. Um, and so I guess I would start normally with, I think I normally start with a species um, uh, or race um, uh, mm. just because I quite enjoy the, I quite enjoy playing with the the kind of the opposites, like countering what uh, species are technically uh, typically like. Uh, and that's partially because of everything we talk about on the show. We want to try and sort of see just more variety generally, so uh, we don't just have stoic elves and stout dwarves. <laughs> and do you know, like like or Scottish yeah. dwarves as often seems to happen, and you know, uh, um, and things like that. so. Uh, I quite like playing against type. That generally mm-hmm. interests me quite a lot. Uh, and so one of my favorite, in, what was that? Uh, oh, in, in my games, the only way mm. I've been able to like make the the dwarf or gnome characters like not seem like just generic for me when I play them is I <laughs> yeah. made, uh, I made dwarves extremely American and, <laughs> um, and uh, gnomes have a Boston accent. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but I, hey, I, when I DM, I do, I do all that. Like I, I completely, I go off the rails with some of my, uh, some of like the oh, groups yeah. of people. I'm just like, yeah, this would be fun. Um, <laughs> uh, so, for, but for, so for instance, one of the, uh, one of my favorite characters I've ever made, his name is Yelkash Farsia. Um, he is a, he's a, he's a minotaur, but I found this picture of an elk minotaur. So like a, more of like a deer kind of like in, so he has like deer antlers. He's like more, he's like slightly taller than normal minotaurs, uh, and a bit of a more slender build. Um, and I was like, I went to the DM and was like, can I, can I have this? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) so I was like, cool. Um, and then I was like, okay, cool. So what does that, uh, what does that immediately make me think of? And I was like, I feel like I'd want to make him more scholarly. So, um, mm. uh, and more kind of like kind of book savvy, but still have, and still been brought up around the kind of camaraderie and, and the battle savvy and the, and the, and the fierceness of like traditional minotaurs. And so, uh, he's, uh, he's a warlock barbarian. Uh, which is uh, an interesting mix, uh, which works sometimes mm-hmm. and, other, and sometimes doesn't. Uh, Armor of Agathith, by the way, best spell if you're a barbarian. <laughs> uh, I found that out. Great combo. Uh, you're welcome. Go and cast it, go into a rage, half damage. They keep taking damage. It's great. Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, I, I, I started with that and just wanting to play around with something that was um, kind of unique and fun. And I guess... One of the big things for me is not like not being afraid to draw on things. I think it's very easy, mm-hmm. uh, especially as a DM. I don't know if you obviously DM and <clears throat> I don't know if you feel the same, but it's very easy to be like, no, 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 I have to be original all the time. Um, oh, yeah. Um, no. uh, yeah, that. Exa- that. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like everything is out there. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. all it's it's like we've been playing. The, we've been running around pretending to be orcs and elves and whatnot for like hundreds of years everything is out there 
So yeah. just take things that you like and take other things that you don't like. I, I um, have I have said a lot on the show. Uh, I have stolen from Chris Perkins so many times. It's mm-hmm. probably illegal. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to start paying him at some point. Like yeah, uh, I feel like I'm gonna have to. <laughs> uh, he actually sent me on this show just to claim the money. Uh, so <laughs> We're actually serving it, you today, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. If uh, um, uh, if you hear a knock at your door in about five minutes or so, I'd suggest just going quietly. You know, like just. Just make it easier for everyone. Um, no. uh, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the day that Chris would come for me. Um, <laughs> um, but no, see, I told you it would go off the rails. It's just, maybe it it's would. me. <laughs> Who would have guessed that it was about Chris Perkins? Yeah, coming exactly. To <laughs> <laughs> coming, to, coming to coming to reclaim your stuff. Um, <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, so yeah, but trying to find something that feels uh, unique. And then I, what I like to do is I always like to make something, add a little flavor or something personal, um, mm-hmm. just because uh, I always like emotional hooks in stories. Um, yeah. So like, I'll never say it like in the game, but I'm always like, oh, that person is kind of like this person in the game. Just because I, then I, for me as a player and as an actor, I guess I, I probably do uh, a little bit of like substituting uh, anyway. But for me as a player, I really enjoy having like a genuine emotional stakes in 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 the mm-hmm. game. Um, and so like if I'm kind of like not necessarily saying like oh that is that person, so like that person is like this cousin who I'm really close to. Um, it's not like that. It's kind of more saying like. Uh, my character's relationship is the same as my uh, 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 they have the same relationship to that to that person as i do to my cousin do you know what i mean so i so i kind of okay. know uh what that sensation is what that feeling is yeah. like i know if i die for this person i'd know if mm-hmm. eh, maybe maybe i won't die for this person <laughs> <laughs> like you know maybe that's fine uh whatever it is and kind of build something in so that then i kind of I feel like I can anything I can do to like let myself relax into the character more um, is the better. And then this is like the big thing that I would say. I don't know about you, but um, I always like to like check in with the DM after like two sessions, and then maybe just make some little tweaks because you never really know until you play them. Like you can mm-hmm. make characters for days and days and days and days, but when you sit down to play them and you kind of put the shoes on and you go, "This is how they're feeling. Uh, this is how they're working." Sometimes it's just like, ah, I don't know, there's, there's something about this isn't working. Maybe it's like the wrong mm-hmm. subclass or it's like that it just doesn't kind of fit for the temperament. Because, I mean, yeah. hey, look, the, the rules are there to be guides, etc. But they can inform a lot of your characters. You know what I mean? If you're playing a barbarian, um, you kind of, it's hard not to play. Oh, do you know, it's hard not yeah. to just, you know, you, you literally is a part flying into a rage is part of the, <laughs> of, is a part of what you do. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing a wizard, uh, you can't be all gung ho and just running in and, you know, blasty blasty. Yeah. Um, and so like, I think that you have to allow yourself the scope to kind of go, Oh, okay. I'm just going to make some little tweaks here with the DM's permission, nothing crazy. I'm not going to like mm. add some legendary items or something, which one of my players <laughs> has tried to do recently. Don't try and do that. It will don't, be met with a no. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I think that it's, uh, uh, I think that if your DM gives you the space to do that, then mm-hmm. uh, then then go for it. Like, because it's only going to make you feel more comfortable in playing down the line. That's the thing that I yeah. want always want to avoid as the DM is like players kind of going, ah, like, just not where I imagined my character going, you know, yeah. because at the end of the day, 
it's it, it the experience is there for you it's there for you guys to develop these characters and to enjoy these characters and and so um I, yeah, that's my biggest thing. It's like, don't be afraid to make little tweaks here and there or to kind of say like, oh, I don't feel like that's sitting right with me or sitting right for what the character would have done in that moment. And that's not to say you retcon mm-hmm. things, but it gives you an opportunity to potentially like make amends for it later or to have an idea in your head. Um, yeah. I, uh, I used to try and have like a, a personality in my head, like mm-hmm. a pretty, pretty fleshed out personality in my head before sitting down at a table. The last mm-hmm. time I did that though... Um, I didn't. I didn't do the check-in thing with the DM. I did the check-in thing with my fellow players. Um, right. My, I was, I was driving home with my wife and my best friend, mm-hmm. and I went, "Should I change his personality?" And they both unanimously went, "Yes." Yes. Because <laughs> 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 I was essentially playing this this blaster caster wizard who was essentially twelve year old me, but not on Ritalin, um, <laughs> and. And I, I was just so hyper everywhere with everything. Cause I'm like, he's got, you know, he uses fire. So he's like, you know, really like, mm. you know, fiery, I guess. I don't know. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, I changed him greatly from there doing that. Yeah. No, Cause like, I, I don't know. It was like, I, yeah, the, 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 I, I going in with a personality, like I always ended up, kind of thinking about them like my book characters where i'm like no i mm. know where they're, what they would do and everything mm. like that but I, i've kind of found it better to have like more of like a mentality i guess is the yeah. is the way to say it yeah where like i i know I, I i know the feelings this character has on a certain few things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just let that inform me as i'm playing sure yeah um, yeah 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 yeah, and like like my most oh go ahead go ahead no no, no I, I was just gonna say that um uh uh, uh the, in terms of like the personality traits or, or whatever it is like don't be afraid like try if you can to bring it up in a it like to the dm or, or or whatever but like don't be afraid to pick like an unpopular trait or a bit of a something that would t- mm-hmm. typically be seen as a disadvantage because you're going to make something more interesting if you can play a situation more complex than just like um oh, that is the thing that is good, so I will do that. I will go about my mission and I will complete it mm-hmm. with valor because um, it's great and it's fun. And, we, you know, and I think, but we've all played in those D&D games, right? Like we, we've, mm-hmm. all, we've all done it. We've all been there. We've got several t-shirts. And if you're, if you're <laughs> playing in a game that you, where you feel like the DM is going to give you the scope to really, to really role play and to really express yourself and to try something out, then like pick something that's kind of, uh, you know, a bit questionable. Uh, or not, not like um uh, like, like not like a super negative way but like uh where's their morality at do you know what i mean like answer yeah. that kind of question for yourself uh and be okay like if it's like meh, it's more gray than it is for me and like you can enjoy that like i think it's mm-hmm. <laughs> i often find that because if sometimes feels so personal when you're playing a character uh it mm-hmm. can be hard to to pick the the bad decision do you know what i mean it can be really <laughs> yeah. hard uh it's kind of like the whole uh, i don't know if you've uh, watched the escape from bloodkeep um thing but uh on d20 um if you haven't you should check it out it's a phenomenal it's like a five or six part um thing on d20 uh and they all play as like um versions uh like ripped off versions of um the the villains from like mordor basically okay and and brennan does an incredible job but basically the whole point was it was supposed to be a villain campaign 
and they all and you know and and, and the whole point mm-hmm. is it's, it's supposed to be them all um uh fighting each other and da, 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 da. Uh, but you learn quickly in like episode one they're like hey we're friends <laughs> and i think <laughs> um because it's, it's it's hard it's really hard to make mm-hmm. the, the, the sort of um the sort of more selfish choice and because you don't want to like upset other players and and so i think that there's a line to be there's a line to be drawn where you're not taking away from other people's enjoyment of the game but i mm-hmm. will as a dm i will always reward someone for playing in the moment always yeah. so um for instance with my character on in the wagadu setting muti uh for any of you who watched episode two uh he gets into a rather sticky situation because of his actions but in his head the the morality of that decision was absolutely justified Mm-hmm. And so uh, he kind of outwardly profanes to feel guilty and this and that. But inside, he's like, meh, you know, it's the world we live in. Um, and it feels weird to play mm-hmm. that, but also kind of enjoyable. It's enjoyable to play uh, a character that feels very um, that feels very different from my norm. It feels very different yeah. to playing uh, my slightly uh, trigger-happy, roguish type, you know, uh, or... Or, you know, gung-ho warlock who just eldritch blasts his way through everything. (laughs) Um, That's my Baldur's Gate 3 character. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so, like, I think allowing yourself to make, like, allowing yourself to make, like, a difficult choice or to give yourself a limitation. um, Like, Unati always talks about it, and I completely agree. Give yourself a flaw. Like, yeah, give yourself 100%. a genuine flaw. Uh, uh, you know, for any of the Critical Role fans out there, one of the best things about Critical Role is all those characters have flaws. That's yep. generally one of the things I enjoy the most, is that they will get in situations where they will not pick the optimum thing because they are flawed as characters. You know, and all the best shows that I really enjoy, uh, like actual play shows or or whatever, is always because it's like, oh, these are like flawed, actual, like human characters, whether they're, you know, humanoid or, or not, you know. Uh, they mm-hmm. are like uh, human at their core in the sense that they make decisions and they make uh, errors and they they make mistakes and we relate to that. We can understand that. Otherwise, just go and play a paladin and save yourself a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just But even then, like like my favorite type of paladins are the ones that have a flaw. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like, that's not I, yeah, exactly. That's not to say don't give your paladins yeah. flaws. Give your paladins flaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like the the a flaw and, and it, it and it I think for a lot of people, like a flaw kind of gives them the wrong idea of what I think you and I are talking about sure. where like their flaw is just like I'm a lone wolf it's like no don't that's that's a mm. that's a flaw that won't make you work with the entire group sure uh, sure <laughs> sure and also yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it like, should be a flaw not necessarily a limitation uh, like uh, uh, yes. I'm a lone wolf is like I'm never going to play well in a group that's like a limitation exactly but like um I have a serious issue killing humanoids now that's an mm-hmm. interesting flaw where you're going to find yourself in a really sticky situation where your friends are in trouble and you need to do something about it, but morally you don't know how to react because you, you know what I mean? You have an actual, you've given yourself like a genuine quandary, like a genuine issue. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think what I, I think some people would, would like, I a hundred percent agree with you. I think some people would hear that and go, well, isn't that a limitation? It's like, no, it's because mm. the lone wolf is, it's a story limitation. Yes. If you are a lone wolf and the whole story is about this group. Oh, you don't, you don't work in that. 
Yeah. But if you have a problem killing humanoids, that has so much room for interesting storytelling. Be- like, beats and moments. Not just from you, but yeah. from the DM. Yeah. hundred percent. It gives the it gives the DM more opportunity to put your character in a situation that will they don't know what to do immediately. And that's some of the best times in D is when a player goes, I don't know what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, You've actually mentioned it there as well. Um give your DM the tools to to give you an enjoyable yes. experience, right? Um I have one yeah. player in my chaos group uh, that I often talk about who, uh, mm-hmm. who sent me recently. Well, it's the chaos group. We had, we've had like <laughs> days we've had like characters die every other session. It's chaos. <laughs> but, like, we're starting to settle into a bit of a rhythm now. And so, and like, and, and they basically all came into it like, Oh, we don't really play a D and D, but we kind of do. And we just want to have fun. And did a, and like the D and D hooks done got into them because one of them <laughs> Hey bro, can we like zoom and just go through my character backstory? And I was like, yes, oh, yes we can. I love those moments. Yes, we can. And it was beautiful. And then the other one sent me a two-page backstory, like hell yeah, full, hell you know, yeah. full. And I was like, oh, give it to me. Give me all the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> like you have given me loved ones to kill. <laughs> like it was, it was awesome because. Um, because then suddenly my wheels are turning and I'm going, okay, cool. You guys are doing half the work for me and making it 10 times more enjoyable for you because mm-hmm. you're giving me foundations now. I'm, yeah. I'm now weaving you into the fabric of the world that you now see around you. And like already that's paid off because we literally had a moment the other day, uh, in fact, last night where uh, one of them kept seeing, uh, they were like a long, long journey to this one place. And they kept seeing the initials QF everywhere. QF, QF, QF. Um, and like, you know, uh, uh, like camps that have been like snuffed out. So they're basically following someone. They realized they were following someone. Mm-hmm. Basically got like all the way to the end. He found a casino coin. Uh, and he was like, and there was a moment where he found the coin. And the, I just saw him on the Zoom screen like, <gasps> Cause it was like his best friend from like when he was like, who basically they, they came up together. Uh, he, his best friend taught him all that he knew, like how to become a rogue, all this kind of stuff. And that he thought had died on the roof of this casino. And he found this coin and like his, his face just dropped and it was a glorious moment. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's how you make an interesting character. Right. He hasn't, he didn't need to do anything for that moment other than just what he's already done. But the fact that he then got to, emotionally invest in something like uh because he'd given it to me was awesome mm-hmm. like it was such a be- awesome payoff it was an awesome yeah it's great i remember the first time something <laughs> like that happened uh was way back when i was playing fourth edition mm. and uh we were doing a pre-written story and there was a part in it that didn't work. And it was the first time for me that i was <laughs> like oh i'm just gonna toss that part out cool and yeah and i and you know, I didn't have any like I didn't have any cool D and D podcasts to listen to to give me advice <laughs> and stuff like that. Sure. I, I uh, and for some reason it popped into my head. I'm like, oh, Kyle's Dragonborn has something that is similar to this. I'll swap that out. And so uh-huh. I did it. And I remember watching Kyle's face. Mm-hmm. And and afterward he came to me, he's like, dude, that's so weird. 
the pre-written book had stuff like my backstory and i'm like no you, you did that um, yeah yeah exactly we, you did i that. put that in there because you because you told me about that and he's just like oh that's cool i'm like yeah it kind of was yeah 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 <laughs> um and I think I think I'd say to every player out there because I know because actually we've had this a few times. People have written to us and sort of said like, "Oh, you guys make really fun, you know, wacky characters." And uh, you know, because we've done like three like mini actual plays now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like each of us have DM'd the other two in like a little like forty minute kind of run through of an Africa based setting, and mm-hmm. you know, so we've done a few things like that. And you know, we've had a few people say, "Oh, you do these really interesting characters, and how do you come up with it?" And I think one of the big things that i realized that changed the way i approach character creation is that you are shaping this world almost as much if not at times even more than the dm and like as soon as you mm-hmm. realize that as soon as you realize that like the more that you give the dm the 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 greater the experience will be the yes. the the more uh nuance detail subtlety uh intrigue uh little hidden you know whatever's like uh unati is incredible at this she was like um uh she was like oh yeah you've got a there's a there's a chest i don't know what's in it my dad gave it to me you can decide and i was like <gasps> yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> like That's it's awesome best. like it's awesome um and like you know so i'm building now to like a 10 session arc that's going to come back to the chest yes. somehow and, do you know what i mean so realizing the kind of level of control that you have um to inform the world and my i'm i I am a very flexible DM. I know that not, not every DM is like this, but I try mm-hmm. and challenge other DMs to be the same because I think that ultimately it's more enjoyable for the players and it's more enjoyable for the DM themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Because I will change on a dime things, like quite considerable things, if I can foresee a more satisfying payoff for the players. Oh, absolutely. In, 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 down the road. But like that will happen in session. One of my characters mm-hmm. will say like, yep. um, I don't know, like, um, it, like all the time, like pl- characters give me ideas all the time. They'll be like, oh, oh you yeah. know, like, like, oh, no, no, we shouldn't put the, 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 um, the, the statue on that plinth because it might open up a portal to the shadow fell. And I was like, <laughs> cool statue on the plinth shadow fell, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and okay. I'm like, the, the, cool. The, the... <laughs> This is this is what I haven't got to talk about previously on, and I, I hope this doesn't ruin anything for my players. But so <laughs> recently, um, uh, long story short, one of my players made a deal with Asmodeus, uh, and the deal was to get one of the other players to go to a specific place in Avernus. I hadn't had a chance to work on exactly what that meant, <laughs> and yes. then this motherfucker convinced five other people to go there with no explanation to them. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. So I had to then run over an hour of a session with with nothing. No no net. No net. (laughs) Yeah, no net. And and I put put Cesar, I put Tom's character in this, like, space void, right? Mm, mm. And this this voice was like, figure out how to get out of here. And I essentially just sat back and listened to, like, three of his ideas and then made one of them work. Yes! This happens all the time. This happens all the time. I was literally having this yeah. conversation with Jeremy the other day. I was like, I am from now on, I am not going to plan how you get out of situations. I'm just going to let you think, because you always come up with better than I do. 
Always. I will Dude, sit here I, for hours I, I being no like, joke. how are they going to escape? I'm like, I don't care anymore. So as players, just offer stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> DMs don't care how you get out. <laughs> like, it'll, they'll, you'll I find a way. I, I, I would, if it didn't take so much time, I would screen share with you right now to show you my notes for tonight's uh, tonight's game where the last line literally says, I don't know how they're going to get out of this. Yes, yes. <laughs> incredible, incredible. But yeah, I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I've made a... Um, last night, Jeremy, one of the funnest sessions I've ran, and all of my players like messaging the group afterwards, like, "Man, I'm so buzzing after that! Like, I literally can't sleep." Da da da, because they'd um, uh, they did a the trial of gods, and I created uh, like it's like these sort of specific like trial rooms where they had to mm-hmm. um, uh, basically like escape uh certain challenges and whatever. And I have mm-hmm. absolute, I had absolutely no surefire <laughs> safety net for them to get through it. They yeah. just had to figure it out. And if they didn't, it. who knows? And I was just, gonna, I was like, cool, we're going to have to roll with this if they don't figure it out. But of course they did, because that's what, that's what PCs that's what do. do. That's what players yeah. do. Um, and let, it's let, just so, so rewarding, yeah. Absolutely. Let, just realized that we did go on a tangent about DM and we were talking about Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, of course. <laughs> uh, phenomenal. Oh. So... There, let, let, let's see. So we we we're, we're talking about like you know how we we got the idea for the characters and, mm. and whatnot. I one of the things I wanted to bring up was um you you were talking about playing the character you know that doesn't fit who you are and whatnot. Mm. And you know you you come from an acting background. Well, not background. Mm. You you are an actor. Uh, yes, you still are an actor. yes. Um, I think. And <laughs> I think maybe, <laughs> I think, maybe. Um, yeah, who knows. Um, and so, you know, I, from, and I think it comes down to like the way you approach doing those characters, because I know there's characters that I have where I'm like, I'm more, I'm, it's more easy for me to be them. Mm. And there's other ones though. Cause like what I was getting to was like, you're, you're an actor. I, I'm more on the writing side of things. Sure. Like, and so I think in those moments, I'm mostly looking at them as a book character and not to say that I'm not, you know, in their head and what invested in. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but like for those times with the hard decisions, I'm almost looking at it more as like, how do I make this scene more interesting Mm. and use what this character would do to do that? Sure. Um, it's a lot easier for me to, to do that than, you know, to, to, uh, to be the character. I am not an actor. I'm not going to pretend that I'm an actor. Like I, I'm not good at, at, at getting that far into the mindset of it. I'm still slightly removed from that writer point of it where mm. I'm more interested to see how the scene progresses with this character doing something. Sure. Um, sure. And, that, and that's never, that's never stopped me from like being my character, mm. but it, it's those times that we're talking about with the, the, the decisions that you wouldn't make. Yeah. The decisions yeah. that would cause an interesting thing to happen, but wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. it um, it's having that one step remove of looking at it from the, the writer point of view, I think is something that has helped me with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and has allowed some more interesting character stuff to happen. 
Um, because it, it, the, the thing for me is that like, you know, I, when, when I started D and D, like I still had the terrible, like teenager mentality of like, I gotta be the cool guy. Yes. I'm so cool. Yeah, yes. Look at me. Yeah, yeah. I got a glowing sword. And, and... <laughs> look, how much, look how much damage I can do. Like, look yeah. How like much damage I do. Yeah. yeah like that, that's, that's how I was thinking of it. And so instead having that little bit of removal from it where it i'm like no this is their character it doesn't matter how cool they look it's not gonna make me look cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's about them looking cool or it's about it's about their story no matter what that means even if it means that they aren't cool or they aren't the hero and whatnot yeah i i want to see how that progresses because it is an interesting story absolutely um my i guess my uh my advice in that respect is that I often find uh, I solve the question of fight, flight, or freeze first of all. Like that's always like my, my first like okay, Ooh. cool. So are they gonna are they the kind of person where in a scenario in, and I say very specifically in a scenario in which they think they might they, there's a possibility they could lose because everyone knows you know how their hero oh. would react in a scenario where they're likely to win. You know, um, you know, you'll spare them heroically. You'll slay them. You'll, do you know what I mean? Um, but I think it's an interesting thing to say. Okay, what would happen in a scenario where I am in the trenches and I'm down at ten hit points, and there's this thing running at me? It would my character panic? Would my character stand and fight until the you know the de- the final death save, or or would uh, would I just take off? Um, because that just, because basically what it does is it just allows me from there, I can then just build that out more. Do you know what I mean? So build from that point into different scenarios. You have a piece of information. Like you 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 can build out from that piece of information. You can, it can inform the rest of your actions just from that one piece. Absolutely. And I think in terms of being... There are two ways. I think in terms of being comfortable with making this sort of uh, the unpopular or the hard choice, I would say that you can either be more descriptive with what you're doing and saying. That I find helps me sometimes to feel a little bit more removed if I'm not yet comfortable in the character. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like, even as an actor, that's just, you know, you're playing a new game in front of new people. That can happen. So just be use more, describe more what you're doing rather than saying it because that might make you feel a bit like weird or do you know what I mean? Might not bear the most fruit for you or you might not find the right words or do you know what I mean? The DM might come up with something a little bit more eloquent, you know, in that respect. So um, don't be afraid to do that, I would say. And then, um, but like, if you are wanting to invest in it and if you are wanting to kind of like make those challenging choices and, um, and, and, and play a moment like uh, really kind of like as is, um, know that everyone there is like there to play and have fun and enjoy the game yeah. with you. So like, you don't need to feel weird or subconscious or anything like that. Um, but also, uh, yeah, like, and, and, and know the DM is on your side. That's a big one. Like know that, that no yes. matter how chaotic your decision, uh, you know, the DM is, is, or it should be definitely on your side. Um, mm-hmm. Um, the DM is not your enemy. Yeah, the DM is not your enemy. Um, but just, uh, I would say, don't be afraid to, because I, I, okay, so I think the big advantage I have as an actor is the fact that we learned to play. 
right? Yeah. Um, we learn to just play without a filter. We can just go, yeah, that's what's happening now and not feel weird or self-conscious about it. I remember and... the first time I played D&D with, with like theater actors and <laughs> they just went right into it. And I just kind of, I kind of leaned back. I was like, what the fuck is what? going on? <laughs> Whoa, you need to sit down. We don't do that here. Like, what are you doing? Like, how dare you act physically as well as like uh, vocally? Well, the, you know? the other thing that blew my mind is I was just like, how long you've been playing this character? They're like, I made it last time. I'm like, oh, Fuck, how? Do you, how do you do that? Um, but 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 genuinely, the only thing I think that separates um, actors and sorry, actors, if I if it feels like I'm underselling us all here, is it, just um, it's just play. It's just it's literally just the ability to you know we learn clowning, um, which yeah. is where you literally get up on stage with absolutely nothing. You try to make people laugh. Once you've had that experience, nothing will ever scare you in front of people ever again, <laughs> <laughs> because that is truly horrific and you can't just roll a performance check and see how it goes you've actually got to stand there for like a few minutes until somebody laughs at what you're doing and it's awful like it's awful (laughs) because usually you know them you're gonna have to go to the pub with them afterwards it's horrendous and so just uh uh uh, apologies for the language i mean we've swallows on this but uh (laughs) but but like enjoy being in the shit that's what we always described as enjoy being in the shit so when you're in a moment and you're like, I really feel like my character would kill this person. And that's not the popular thing to do. Be, enjoy being in the shit. Just go, hey, I'm going to do that. That's the choice I'm making. And just and just enjoy having made a bold and interesting choice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, regarding episode two, Mooty made a decision. It was the dumbest decision <laughs> I have ever made as a DM, as a, as a, as a player, ever. It was so stupid. And I saw the chat. I was on the like I was on the Twitch chat and I saw mm-hmm. it. Like Moody's got a death wish. Moody's got a death wish. Just flying. <laughs> Fly R.I.P. Moody. Like, nice to know you. Did it F in the chat or whatever. It was it was like uh everyone was like, Yep, he's gonna die. But I was like, I'm in this. I'm enjoying the ride of this. So just don't think about it as making a big decision. Just think of it as playing. I'm just here to play. Yeah. I'm here to play and you have the lovely crutch of the dice because sometimes you yeah. might do something and then the dice say no and you're like, ah, phew, I didn't have to do it anyway. <laughs> you know? So I've had those moments where yeah. it's just like, oh, thank God I rolled thank- a two. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> like, oh, that was, the, oh man, that was the, that was the one. Uh, we, uh, I, uh, I'm trying not to give spoilers for anyone who wants to go and listen to it, but uh, yeah. I said, I was like, oh, I want to, I want to do this. And Unati was like, no, what are you doing? Like, can I stop him? Can I stop him? And uh, uh, Jeremy made his role initiative to see if yeah. I would act before um, uh, uh, United. Bear in mind, I have a plus zero to initiative. Uh, Ongenagama, United's character, has like a plus five. She rolled like a four. I rolled a 17. Like it was oh my ridiculous. God. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, ah, I've screwed it up now. Here we go. <laughs> and, I had to like, <laughs> and I had to totally go through with it. But but it was I great. And, and it led to an incredibly interesting moment. Um, and uh, a moment for the DM. Like I was talking, to, we, have a, we did like a rundown of the thing afterwards. And he was like, I did not see that coming. Wow. Like Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy was like, "Oh shit, I don't know how we get out of this," <laughs> and I was like, "Well, Perfect. figure it out." <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, on DMing, so. 
the the last the last thing I, that I I've got for uh for interesting characters is kind of a dumb little thing that I do sometimes. Oh yeah, okay. Um, if if I if I'm gonna be in a game and I'm really stuck on like I don't know what I want to do, I don't know who I want to play, I don't know what I want to go mm. for. <clears throat> I, I, I kind of go back to this old thing I did in in high school when I first started getting into writing, which was I'd listen to music and build a scene. Yes. And so, yeah, so like I, I'll, I'll find a song that clicks with me when mm-hmm. like I'll think about the campaign that I'm going into or something like that. And I'll find a song that clicks with me and I start building out a scene. And actually, um, the Tyranny of Dragons character that I did earlier this year. Uh, I made a character named uh, Hero Van Thurman, who is uh, is a tiefling, <laughs> and I, I, I and I can't remember what song it was. I think it was like Sabotage or something like that. Oh, but I, I just know. I saw like this super anime style scene of like this tiefling running around with a hex blade sword, sliding, slashing, casting spells, and I'm like, that was cool. Yeah. And, and just having that, I built off like, okay, who is this character? All right, well, I saw him being really cool anime style, so um, I, I I like the idea of this character seeing himself as the hero, like mm-hmm. that's his mm-hmm. goal is to be the hero. The hero yeah. And so that's why I thought it'd be funny to also. That's why I thought it'd be funny to name him hero. Yes, um, of course. <laughs> and. And like I remembered, I, I was driving and I listened to that song and I came up with the scene, which is not a great idea to do. Don't do that. Po- focus on driving people. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. <laughs> and but like I I started at my house and I took a like 10, 12 minute drive. And by the time I got to my destination, I had this character fleshed out in my head. I knew mm. who they were mm. and I was ready to to build them. Unfortunately, I was going to work, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, like that, that's, that's like one of the, one of the things that I will do when I'm, when I'm just stuck. Cause I know like making characters is not easy. No, it's not no. like they, they, you know, not every character. The other thing that I, that I've had to come to is not every character you make is going to be cool. No, like or not like like it's not going to be it's not going to be a banger. Like yeah, some of yeah, them are yeah. Damp squibs. They're just yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Cool, cool. Let's move on. Let's find a different yeah. character, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and and like I I've I've had that before. Where like you know a campaign will be going on for so long that I'm like I'm not having fun with this character anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. I, you know, I've had, I've had chill DMs that are just like, you know, we can, we can change it. We're not, we don't have to, you know, we're not killing off your character or something can happen. They leave, new one comes in, stuff like that. Oh, I'd kill them. Yeah. Either. Like that, not every single one of them is going to be great. Wait, yes. What was that? I was just saying, I'd kill them personally as, as uh, uh, the DM. I would. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you're out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, do, do you got, you got any last thoughts on character creation? Uh, no, I, I love the I love the music idea. Actually, um, I'm sort of surprised I hadn't thought of that before. I'm thank you. You've given me a bit of a you've given me an idea there. <laughs> um, but um, no, I think I would just I would just say that yeah, like uh, uh, sort of don't be afraid to to make those scary choices and um, and yeah, if you can give yourself little hooks uh, into characters, it definitely helps. 
um mm-hmm. just just uh kind of like kickstart you back into that like mode that little like kind of train of thinking for some people it can be a voice for some people it can be like a little uh a little costume item or or something that they like play with or uh or a little tick that they they do um but just anything like that that, that can help you just invest and i would say like generally um uh you you are an interesting person so anything, <laughs> yes. so like anything that you bring to the table is going to be interesting. So don't worry about it. Do you know what I mean? Just if you're nervous and you don't want to like play something that's super far away from you, know that like you are going to bring something really fresh, really exciting, really new because it's you and there's no one else like you. Do you know what I mean? You like the character will, will be unique because you are. Um, Hell yeah. And so that would be like my kind of, thing is just like it's it's chill you know like you said some characters really work some characters won't uh and that's totally fine but uh generally if you're drawing from you and your own life experiences and um you will eventually land on something which is going to be really fun to play uh, uh really fun for everyone else to interact with and and it will grow and it will flesh out and the character that you create uh for for session zero will not be the same character that you have for session 20 so don't worry <laughs> like they will go on a journey in the same way that everything in life goes on journeys uh our characters will as well so that's my final that's my final statement i rest my case your honor <laughs> <laughs> well jasper thank you so much for being on the show this has been an absolute joy to have a conversation with you about all this stuff nah don't be silly this has been so much fun um i really dig the difficulty class podcast it's 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 really fun and you guys are you guys are awesome uh and and genuinely can't thank uh, you enough for having embraced three black halflings at our like conception and taking us under your wing and answering <laughs> questions when i was like what's this and uh and whatever and and just sort of generally uh being really supportive and always sharing it so it feels like a, a really lovely like full circle moment to to come on the show and and to kind of get to talk to you so so genuinely thank you for having me on hey uh, again thank you for being here because you the I, I can't, I can't, I just stumble over words because you just said a bunch of really nice things and I can't process <laughs> nice things. <laughs> hey man, everyone needs nice things. Everyone needs nice things said about them. Like, Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, at the end of the day, you, you, Unati and Jerry, you are some of the nicest, greatest people I have met in this community and it is always a joy to, you know, interact with you in any way whether it's just a text message me uh forgetting your and jeremy's username and screwing that up and getting really embarrassed to jeremy um (laughs) like it's it's always a joy so yeah no matter what you guys all of you because i gotta get jeremy on here next because i haven't been able to yeah exactly you gotta complete the set now you gotta complete the set two out of three is you know yeah 100 (laughs) percent. and so yeah you you guys always have an open invitation on here um, I mean, awesome. I know you got your own show where you can talk about stuff, but you want to talk, <laughs> talk to Ali and I at some point, you know? Yeah, well, absolutely, know. absolutely, and and maybe we'll maybe we can we can do a little uh, collab or something, lay a, play some games together, and give Hell the people yeah, what they want. Awesome. They want to see that crossover <laughs> episode. Do you know what I mean? They want to see, they want a difficulty class three black halflings shared universe confirmed moment. So, oh god, you know. <laughs> we, we would have to do the most anime style title for that, where we got like the X in the middle yes. of the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Everything's yeah. on fire for some reason. Absolutely. 
absolutely. <laughs> and there's blue. like and there's like four octave changes in the middle of the title <laughs> sequence. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful, um, beautiful. This yeah. isn't we my gotta final. Work on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for the people who haven't listened to your show and whatnot yet, why don't you let them know where they can find your show, your socials, your Discord, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, I think we're all on Instagram uh, somewhere uh, hidden there, but everything is at TB Halflings. So that, that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're always yeah, at branding. TB Halflings. Um, yeah, exactly. Got to keep it nice and simple. So we're the same everywhere. We're the same on exactly. Twitch. Um, uh, so yeah, at TB Halflings, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm also on there as well. Feel free to just reach out and, and have a chat. We always love uh, interacting with people. Um, we also have a Patreon as well, which where you get a bunch of extra episodes. Um, you get like early access to stuff. You get voting. It's there's loads of goodies and stuff on there. Um, and it's the only way we fund the show. <laughs> so feel free to uh, <laughs> to yeah. help us out if you can. It'd be awesome. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, uh, that's that's us. Oh yeah, and the show itself is available on like every. <laughs> <laughs> probably mentioned that uh the show itself is available on uh, like every podcast platform um uh so yeah um i hope you come have a listen we recently did interviews with lou wilson and uh, christina ariel which was like crazy stuff um <laughs> uh the they're both just incredible people and awesome to chat to so uh hope you guys enjoy listening to that if you if you get around to it um so yeah Heck yes please definitely get around to it it is an absolute joy to listen to if i didn't have to you know edit as many podcasts as i do every week i would be fully caught up yes yes <laughs> I, man i'm the same i love podcasts so much and as soon as i started one of my own i suddenly don't listen to podcasts anymore the because irony. i have to listen to my own which is awful yeah. i don't want to listen to the sound of my own voice i want to listen to other people's <laughs> awesome stuff and i'm sitting here like cutting out my ums and ers and whatever yeah. you know like <laughs> oh and apologies i'm not doing that for this one this is a conversational oh, podcast no, 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 we're gonna no, hear no. all the ums oh, yeah, absolutely yeah put it leave them all in there uh all Heck the glorious yeah. goodness but um but right. yeah, thank you for having me and um and thank you for thanks for uh yeah the the community the difficulty class community hello and uh thank you for for listening <laughs> hell yes thank you again for being on that is going to do it for this week's episode uh if you enjoyed this episode the best way to support it is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice and don't forget to leave a review for three black halflings after you listen to them as well uh because uh you may not know this but reviews they they really do help <laughs> they, they are they are the lifeblood of a podcast like uh the more reviews you exactly. get the, the, the more that gets featured it's, it really does help so uh, yes. review difficulty class then review us then you listen to the shows <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> review <laughs> first then listen, yeah, then listen. <laughs> <laughs> when you start listening uh, uh, Jasper will come and is like did you remember to review did you yet? remember to review um, it did you remember to it's like uh, a two star review uh, great title haven't listened to the show yet but you know <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe maybe leave that one over there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us or you can keep up with us on, on Twitter and Instagram on Twitter we are at difficulty class and on Instagram, we are at Difficulty Podcast because somebody took that name and is sitting on it and hasn't used it for several years and <sighs> still bitter about it. Oh, and uh, you can write in with your own topic suggestions, questions, uh, suggestions, anything, you know, RPG related and whatnot. And we'll love to talk about it on the show with you. You can send those into difficultyclass at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, until next week, have a good game. <laughs> Thank you.